1: You're listening to Truth in the Afternoon. I'm your host, Dr. Ken Harris, 833 212 1017 is the number. So, and I just always fade it because I hear the because I've been trying to get somebody, hey, Zach. See, <laughs> that's what I thought. See, that's why I said that because I've been trying to get it edited out and nobody will edit it out. And I'm like, that's unfortunate that you ask for stuff and you don't get it. Did he leave or he just hiding? Uh, That's all right. I'm going to get him. Boom, 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 boom. That's all right. I'm going to get him. That's all right. I've been asking and asking. All the producers, everybody, nobody can help me. They just leave the old man out here, lollygagging all on his own. Alex, don't help me. Rhea don't help me. Ben jamming, don't help me. Carrie don't help me. Who else don't help me? Who, who am I Zach don't help me. Who am I missing? Nobody helps me. I'm just out here by myself on an island. By my, am, am, I making a, am I making myself cry a lot? Like nobody really cares, do they? And so here's the deal. This is what burns me. I'm going to get him back. You know why? Because everybody pays. Everybody pays. You may not pay now. You might pay later. But everybody pays. And I think one of the things we need to remember, okay, this is driving me crazy because it won't go away. And I have no way of making it go away. So, don't, don't mind me. I'm just, this is, uh, I'm going to go somewhere instead. Of, I'm done. Hang on. I'm going home. Um, 101.7 The Truth, the show is over, and I'm leaving. I'm done. I quit. Did I quit talking? Did I quit? No, seriously. So, every, every everybody seems to think they can get something free in life. Everybody seems to think that when they do whatever or they're promised something, it's free. It's it's like when we talk about the the loan bailout, right? For school loans. When when we talk about the loan bailout. Everybody keeps complaining, you made the debt, you pay it. I don't get that because if we really, truly, if we really, truly wanted to give a break. Give public service people the same break we give to military. But then people get apoplectic when you talk about the military. But why not people who serve in public service and in the public sector who go to school? How can we give veterans free school tuition, 126 credits for family members and children? But if you're a cop for 30 years, you get nothing. And if you go back to school and get loans, you get nothing. And then you got to pay on them for X amount of time. And then they might give you something back. But there's always a catch where, well, we can we can take this off, but we can't take that off. And we can we can, you know, uh, forgive this loan, but we can't forgive that. There's always something. And so that just led me to understand that nothing in life is free. Even when you try to do it and you do the right thing, what's the old saying? No, uh, no good deed goes unpunished. Nothing in life is free. Nothing in life is without strings. Everybody says they want something. Or they pretend like they don't want something, but they really do. Look at look at President Biden. We're going to remove and we're going to forgive all these loans. And then they got there and they couldn't forgive the loans. So what did, so what did we do? We we're trying to vote for him again. He's already proven to you that he cannot do what he promised you. Didn't take care of the border. Didn't take care of school loans. So what's left? Nothing is without strings. Had you gotten your loans forgiven, you would have then had to vote for Biden because you would have felt obligated. And then, of course, why does everybody pay? Well, nothing comes without unintended consequences. No matter how great you think it'll be, no matter how wonderful you think it'll be, there's always some unintended consequence that causes something to go south. And it's normal. And it's every day. And it's something you'll have to pay. I don't know where we go from here. I don't know where America goes from here. I don't know where the city goes from here. During my top five at five, I'm going to talk about where the budget is going, where the city is going. While, while you have a Condé Nast report that says Milwaukee is the, one of the top three cities in America, based on what? Based on who? People that come to the city and never see any part of it. I don't get it. I don't really understand. Those are the only three things you have to remember. Nothing is free. You're going to pay for it no matter what. Nothing is without strings because if I give it to you, I'm going to expect something in return. And usually it's going to be bigger than what I gave you. And last, nothing comes without unintended consequences. You might think it's great. You might think it's wonderful and you got away with it. Until you check the fine print and find out. That it really doesn't work. But when I say pay, what do I mean? I mean that in some kind of way. Everybody. Everybody pays. Now, you may not recognize it. And if you're under the age of, say, 40, 50, you don't recognize there are multiple ways that you have to pay without you recognizing it up front. That's where the unintended consequences comes into play. You might think you're getting over. You might think you're making out. Only to find out later, you really didn't. Because in the end, there are only two ways to pay in life about everything living, dying, sickness, health, fun, food, drink, doesn't matter. There are only two ways in this life, on this earth, that you can use to make it through. And that's why I say nothing is free, nothing is without strings, and nothing comes without unintended consequences. Because if you take a look at it up close, well, I guess that's another thing. You have to be honest with yourself. So next time you tell people, hey, look what I got, people may ask you the question of, well, how'd you pay for it? And so it doesn't matter. But I'll share this with you. You're either going to pay with time or you're going to pay with money. Think about everything you've done, everything in your life, you're going to pay with either time or money. But then you ask yourself why. Why time? Why money? Because it doesn't matter what your age is, how old you are, what your education level is. Everybody pays.
0: And that is Dr. Ken's Truth on the new 1017 The Truth. The Truth in the Afternoon with Dr. Ken Harris is next on 1017 The Truth, the Truth app at 1017thetruth.com. On this vote,
1: the yeas are 216, the nays are 210. The resolution is adopted. Without objection, the motion to reconsider is laid on the table. The office of Speaker of the House
3: of the United States House of Representatives is hereby declared vacant.
1: And there you have it. If you haven't heard, there's breaking news. Speaker McCarthy has been removed as House Speaker in a historic vote. Now, here's the flip side. The question is, will they vote him back in? Yeah. He'll get voted back in so they can say, this is the first time in three resolutions that a speaker's been voted out. Notice my, my, my Sherwin Hughes voice. This is the first time a speaker has been voted out. <laughs> and, and now, what does that mean? Eight three three two one two one zero one seven is the number. What does that mean to you? Like, what does that actually mean? It means nothing. The chair was vacated. They'll have another vote. He'll probably get voted back in. And then we'll still have 45. Meanwhile, we only got 45 days. Now we got 44, 43 days to vote to see what are we going to do? Now, granted. That's mid-November. So for Thanksgiving, you're either going to have a job if you're in the federal government or you're not going to have a job. And if you don't have a job and government shuts down, your Christmas is going to be a little thin. Even though you get back pay when they shut down, which is odd because people don't understand that. And there's some essential things that they can't shut down. You're not going to lose your Medicare, Medicaid, Social Security, all that stuff. Right. But it's something that we have to remember that it's going to affect each and every one of us. Now, who's who the Speaker of the House is? That's not going to affect us. What's going to affect us is who's here in Wisconsin. I mean, it'll affect us to a point. But does anybody really care who the Speaker of the House is? The federal government, the congressman. And so what happens if they put Hakeem Jeffries in? Right. By some weird chance, enough Republicans vote for him, who's a Democrat. Then what? I think federal government's going in the toilet. I think we are at the precipice of something really, really weird happening in America. And there's not a whole heck of a lot we can do about it. A faction of House Republicans today successfully moved to oust Speaker McCarthy from his post, overseeing the chamber after Democrats declined to come to his rescue. All six of Wisconsin's House Republicans stuck with the majority of their conference and voting to keep McCarthy in their speakership. But the California Republican ultimately failed to win a simple majority of the chamber after eight members on the right flank of his party, led by Florida U.S. Representative Matt Getz, voted to remove him. A motion to vacate the speakership succeeded on a 216 to 210 vote. North Carolina Republican uh, U.S. Representative Patrick McHenry was appointed speaker. Pro poor. Before the vote this afternoon, Democrats held McCarthy's fate in their hands as McCarthy needed only a handful of Democratic votes to offset the opposition from his right flank. But Wisconsin Democratic representatives Mark Pocan, who said he doesn't trust McCarthy and Gwen Moore, joined the rest of their fellow House Democrats in supporting the motion to oust him. This is a Republican, a Republican chaotic civil war, and there's no reason for Democrats to help him. Pocan told the Journal Sentinel, which is where I'm reading this from, JS Online. He's been untrustworthy since he was elected speaker. Isn't that the same thing Republicans say about Democrats who are elected speaker and they're untrustworthy? Okay, that's that's what I thought. The unprecedented move to remove a House speaker will effectively paralyze the chamber's work until a new speaker is elected. So them 45 days didn't mean jack. We're right back where we were. It comes at a time when Congress is operating under a temporary government funding patch and his lawmakers on Capitol Hill need to pass government funding bills by the time that patch expires mid-November. McCarthy over the weekend needed Democrat support to pass that temporary funding patch known as continuing resolution, a dynamic that Royal Gats and some of the other members who voted to remove him. Now, this is where McCarthy made his mistake. He should have got in writing from people to say they were going to vote for him. He should have guaranteed at least 10 Democrats were going to vote for him, no matter what. Because the same people that sided with him to vote in the temporary measure, the temporary resolution, turned their back on him when he needed them to be speaker. So if you didn't trust him, why did you vote? For the continuing resolution. Why wouldn't you just vote no? Why, why, why wouldn't you just say, hey, you know what? I don't trust you anyway, so I'm not voting for this and I'm not voting for you. That would have been consistent. But you voted in to keep funding and they pretended like you didn't know the man. The problem is most politicians do that, and that's unfortunate. I hope I never become a politician. If I, if I ever, the only way I'm ever going to become a politician is if I'm appointed to a position. Because I don't know if I could open up my life and have all that drama to be voted in and the way they treat people. I think about Colin Pyle, Colin, Colin Powell, Colin Pyle, like Gomer Pyle, Anyway. I I think about, about, about Paul, who, who thought about running for president or even being a vice presidential candidate. And then somebody, he talked about the fact that his wife had mental health issues, right? But that's not what he said. But by the time it made it to the media, you know, his wife sees a shrink, she's on medication, all this other stuff that he said, why would I open myself up to this? Why would I open myself up to this scrutiny? So something that should have taken a week or two to decide and talking to people, he figured out in like 48 hours. Nope, not doing it. And I don't think the country is better off because of it. I think he would have made a phenomenal dynamic vice president or president. I think he had the ear of both sides of the aisle. He would have been a person that could talk to both sides and because of his military background had a commanding presence. I think the last military president we had was what Eisenhower? Let me see. Well, we know Nixon didn't go to the military and Reagan didn't go to the military. Bush was a, was a reservist. Obama didn't go to the military. We know Clinton didn't because all the women are still there. So, you know, you know he didn't go there. And yeah, um, <laughs> I mean, I'm just saying that's that's his bag. That's his jam. Women. Um, yeah, like David Eisenhower. Wow, that's interesting. And Colin Powell, I think would have made a great. I think Cole would have had to run as an independent because had he ran as a Republican, he wouldn't have won. And as he ran out as a Democrat, they would have destroyed him, you know, the other side. So but we're here where we are now. We've made history. They're not going to have a speaker election tonight. Somebody will nominate him again. And then. Um, that'll be that. So who do you want to see as Speaker of the House? That's the operative question. Who would you like to see as the Speaker of the House of Representatives? That would be interesting. Okay, so here's, here's my thing. How do I get this pop-up to disappear? Okay. eight three three two one two one zero one seven 1017 is the number. Go into settings. There's got to be something in my settings and my Chrome that'll stop pop-ups. Da, 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 da. There's, there's, there's got to be. There's got to be a way. Eight three three two one two. And don't send me a text on Zip Whip or wherever it is. Don't send me a text saying this is how you fix it because I can't read it. <laughs> As I said, hey, I called and left you a message on your phone, the one that I, the one that I lost. <laughs> that I told you I lost and I didn't have it? You were, okay. Yeah. Melody, you are on the award-winning 101.7 The Truth. How are you?
2: Very good. Now, I got a jingle for you, all right? Oh, oh no. Goodness. I thought you was going to talk oh, about yeah. my topic. What we need a jingle for? A jingle, and then I'm going to get serious. Are you ready?
1: I don't know. Put your finger on the dump button. Okay. Go ahead.
2: Okay. Doctor, doctor, give me the news. I got a bad case of listening to you. All right, now let's get it. Wow.
1: Wow, that's a good thing. Thank you.
2: You're welcome. Okay, of course, civil servants should have tuition assistance. Absolutely. But they don't. They don't. Like like the most the city gave
1: to police was like $1,200, $1,500 a year.
2: That wouldn't buy me books. They need. Right, but they should have tuition assistance and so should their dependents. The city of Milwaukee workers have that. My granddaughter benefited from my son works for them. I also worked for General Motors and it was available. So really, they have to get a little bit more sophisticated as far as what these uh benefits are. When it comes to 10 grand given up, that was a carrot put in everybody's face. It was sad for Biden to do that, and 10 grand is nothing. I mean, People need a bump in these days. It's not like when it was me and you, and you know, basically. Hey, hey, hey! Done.
1: Are you aging me?
2: No, I'm aging myself.
3: <laughs> when you were
2: my son, when you were my son's age, okay, right. well, I'll go there. Okay, so and the thing is, is that um, you know, yeah, give these kids ten grand, and because really, they, a lot of them weren't prepared, and all that glitters is in gold. Eighteen, taken out a loan to go to MATC for nursing. You can't cut it. You drop off out in three months, and it's not unique. 30% of the class does this. So, yeah, we're, our kids are not are not versed enough about these loads. They certainly aren't prepared to figure out what they want to do for a lifetime. Right. And, unfortunately, MPS is give pushing out kids who shouldn't be pushed out and put in that arena and taking on that financial cost and then ending up with that albatross around their neck. Give them the ten grand. And can I speak about the McCarthy thing, or did I run out of time? Nope, go right ahead. All right, it's a circus. It's the clowns. I remember years ago, the first time that the United States didn't have a budget, it was under Carter. I was visiting my brother-in-law, a lieutenant colonel working at the Pentagon. And every morning, everybody knew out of the Den when, Mel- when Melody and uh, Smitty are there because he was so intense. And I and I remember him saying, I can't believe it; we don't have a budget. And that was under Carter. It was like, you know, I can't believe it. And we did a tour behind the scenes of the Pentagon and the Quantico. It was wonderful. And it was such a big deal. And now they have it where it's our norm. It is our norm where we accept this. And this whole thing about McCarthy getting voted out, who cares? I mean, really, now we're going to have to watch this circus on our dime with these clowns thinking that they created a scenario where we're we're actually interested number one and number two we know what's up come on now come on now so yeah stop getting used to these uh these fiascos don't tune in and watch it and you know by the time you're done tide won't run a commercial on that anymore so i don't know (laughs) other than that you know what i mean all right well thank you much i appreciate
1: it melody 833-212-1017 833-212-1017 is the number. When we come back, talk and text line. Got some interesting comments. Traffic, sports, and weather up next.
0: You are listening to Truth in the Afternoon with Dr. Ken Harris on 1017 The Truth, The Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com. This is Truth in the Afternoon with Dr. Ken Harris on 1017 The Truth, The Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com.
1: You're listening to Truth of the Afternoon. I'm your host, Dr. Ken Harris. You know the black-owned business gift back is back. We have teamed up with Associated Bank to help local black businesses grow and succeed together. The home of Milwaukee Black Talk will be giving away $6,000 worth of free commercial advertising for three months to five black businesses each quarter of twenty twenty three. So to sign up for this incredible marketing opportunity, visit blackbusinessgiveback.com. BlackBusinessGiveBack Black Business Give Back, all one word dot com. Let's rebuild our community's backbone through exposure right here on the award winning 1017 the Truth. For official rules, head to blackbusinessgiveback.com. One of our favoritists is favoritistus or anyway. One of our favoritest Partners Associated Bank member, FDIC. So there. So there you go. I think that was like my one. Like, I'm just, yeah. I'm just, I'm just. So my talking text line, here's the. Who's over there? People always peeking in and saying stuff. Uh, Talking text line, Derek said, Um, I paid my student loan. Why should anybody else get free education? Military got free education. You go do three years, six years, and then you got a free everything. Cops do it for 30 years. They get jacked. Firefighters do it for 30 years. They get jacked. I would think that's commiserate that if you can go into the military and get free education simply because you're in the military along with your family members too, spouse and children, if you can get 126 credits for each of those people for having spent X amount of time in the military, then I should get the same thing too. Having spent 24 years with MPD And another six years with a part-time department. I should too. Why not? And it's not free. Taxpayers are paying for it. I'm a taxpayer. That's all I'm saying. And you're not me. Now, had you stepped up and went into the military or had you stepped up and went into public service, Derek, I would say yours should be good too. But if you didn't, I don't know if if you can actually complain about that. And tell who's ever talking to you to stop because you're distracting me because they distracting you and then the doors distracting them and right? That's all I got. That's all I can make up. <laughs> so so somebody said, like the crime bill, it's not the city, it's the ones who want free. I don't understand that. But um I'm in I'm in climb. I'm I'm, an, I'm, I'm just, I'm just I'm inclined to say I don't mind military getting that for free. But I don't understand why public service and they have it, but we could have circumvented a recession by simply dumping. Two, if we're going to dump two point seven million dollars into an economy, why give it to big business when you can give it to the people on the ground that are going to be spending money? Why not give it to them? They're the ones spending the money. They're the ones who have the ability to do that. 833-212-1017. Now now that we're here, does it make sense that we give free college to people in public service? I, I just don't see why not. I get paying your way. But when you work in public service and then you, what, just retire and that's it? You don't get to better yourself? You don't get to, yeah. Al, you're on the award-winning 101.7 The Truth.
3: Yeah. um, Thank you for taking my call. I think everybody in the United States should have a free education. Considering it's land of the free home of the brave where we are created equal, And they all talk about the American thing to do. And if I'm not mistaken, in the 60s, I don't know if it was 60 or 63, I think education was free for state colleges. Until around. I think it was a Reagan administration who said something about if uh, education is free. You know, he was against it. So I think everybody should have free education. Since we're the land of opportunity. Well, I don't, I don't know if Reagan was against
1: that, but Reagan is the one that altered um, the basic education opportunity grant and the supplemental education. So, so when I was in college in, in Illinois, they had a thing called um, Illinois State Scholarship Commission. And so if you made a certain amount of money or your mother made less or whatever, like mine did, you got a scholarship to pay for your tuition. Now, your room and board, mm-hmm. if you went to college, they would then pay your room and board with what's called the Basic Education Opportunity Grant. And that was okay. – and now you were able to pay for your tuition and your room and board. And that was that.
3: Now, my only thing is, is – not, and I know some people say, well, why should anybody get education? Now, if I'm not mistaken, I don't know if it was Hamilton University or Hampton. It was an HBCU. Mm-hmm. Who was given, 20, I think it was 27500 and And uh, I think it was, I want to say a two year, two year with room and board. And I said to myself, now just imagine if they gave that to black men and black women, how much that would have helped them prosper in life. But they couldn't get that at all. But they were giving it to, the people from Ukraine giving them free college education, free Correct. room and board. So, so I feel, I feel, so they should give back to everybody then. I mean, cause just because you don't have the skin color and here, you shouldn't be denied that opportunity.
1: Well, they, they, they called this. This is the thing that disturbed me because universities all over the world did this all over the United States did it. And so they, they, they call it, um, but what is it? They called it a humanitarian effort. You got neighborhoods here that need a humanitarian effort, and we haven't done anything for them.
3: I think, yeah, and I think it goes all back to the skin color and here, and that's why. Okay. If you get my drill. Oh, yeah. Thank you.
1: All right. Take care, Al. 833-212-1017 is the number. It's hard to argue with logic, but they don't really want to give it to you. They won't. But again, it goes back to the same thing I've been saying for the past week or two. When the people that make the decisions decide what's important and what's not. And everything that you believe in, support, they decide it's not. Or if you don't, you know, we got 12 planks and you only support 10 of them, so we can't support you. That's an issue. Speaker McCarthy learned today that this is what people want. This is what they're asking you to do. You're in leadership. You reflect us. So you represent us. You represent you secondarily. When you don't do what we ask, you get bounced. And that's it. And that's what happened. And that's what he got. And I'm not mad, but that should wake other people up as well to recognize that the people in America are the ones that speak. 833-212-1017 is the number. Let me see if I get anything on the talking text line before we come back. Now, you know what? I'm going to check the talking text line, and and I'll hit you on the other side listening to Truth in the Afternoon. I'm your host, Dr. Ken Harris. At 5.15 today, Anthony McHenry, CEO of Milwaukee Academy of Science, is going to be in where I am going to rake him over the coals and talk about all the terrible things he's doing at his school. Kids are passing, sports teams are winning. What kind of stuff is that? And we'll be talking about some of the success they have, and they've got a fundraising gala coming up, Night with the Novas, and so... um Make sure you hang around and, and hear from some alternative education uh, choices we have here in the city of Milwaukee. That's Anthony McHenry, CEO of Milwaukee Academy of Science. I know quite a few people that work there and some folks that are in leadership there. And um, we will look and see what they do and how they win and how they do it. And we'll go from there. Eight three three two one two one zero one seven, And we'll also be looking at the top five at five. Um, I guess I got a – yeah. Unfortunately, <laughs> McCarthy didn't make my – he made the top five, but he's nowhere near number one. So, you know, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Does anybody even care? But I do have what I think is a breaking story, and it slid, and, and, and here's the kicker. This is what people do when something's happening in the news. So when I was public information officer for the police department, what I would do is when I had to release bad news, I would rate, wait for that like day, that news cycle, when something else blew up, and then that's when I'm going to release my bad news. It would get buried. A few days later, somebody would pick it up and they'd be like, oh, that's old news. That's from like last Friday and it's and it's like Tuesday, right? What happened today? Speaker McCarthy removed as House Speaker in historic vote. It's on It's on CNN, MSNBC, Fox News, BBC News, everywhere, local, JS Online, everywhere, right? And then I look up and I see this and it says, which I don't understand why it's listed under Milwaukee County, right? But it's listed under Milwaukee County when it should be the city. Milwaukee comptroller Aicha, and I'm hoping saying her name incorrectly, Sawa S A W A, is not seeking a second term in April 2024. So Milwaukee comptroller announced today that she isn't running for a second term. She was elected to the position as the chief's as the city's chief financial officer in 2020 after holding the deputy position for three years of the ten she served in the comptroller's office. The times that they didn't pay into the pension pay into all this stuff, didn't do all the work they were supposed to do. She was there. And I think this is the position that, that Jason Fields had ran for and the other person won. But think about that. In the statement, she says she was proud of her office's work under her leadership, managing and leading through the thick of the pandemic to fight for the city's fiscal health. She also cited the office's work navigating the passage of the new local government funding law known as Act 12 and the subsequent 2% sales tax enacted by the Common Council and Mayor Cavalier Johnson. Her office has estimated that the city would receive $184 million from the sales tax next year, which goes into effect January 1st of 2024. The office is on ballot April 2nd of 2024. A primary if needed will be held on February 20th of 2024. So here's, Here's my issue. They released this today at 4.13 p.m. Not updated, published. 4.15 p.m. Central Time, October 3rd. What am I missing? You buried this story because there's somebody that's going to probably run and nobody knows who it is. So did you max out your pension and now you're ready to roll because you got your last three years at a higher pay rate so you get paid or what like it it's it's yeah meanwhile that same office who was the reason why we had the deficit in the first place nothing that's unfortunate because people should have known people should have known that, that's unfortunate. But I guess that's what happens when you don't want. I, I don't know. I don't know. I'm not going to say anything negative because I don't know for sure. Who? Me? Say something negative? Never. Um, I, don't, I don't know for sure. But there were sure some shenanigans and people fighting to keep that office in line with the same people. We do need some rules in place. We need, we need some type of rules that say when you run, you can only run for so long and then you're out. Term limits for certain things, because th- this, this is a perfect example of someone who's worked in this office the entire time and then ran for leadership. We have no idea what the comptroller's office has done in this city. When was the last time the comptroller's office was audited by an outside agency or the federal government? When? When was the last time an independent audit won the city budget committee or the mayor's office or better yet, the common council votes for an outside agency or an outside entity to come in? who's not connected to anybody in that office, which means they can't be local. It needs to be somebody from another state to come in and audit the comptroller. And anything they tell you, well, every five years, they make it every three. Every time you get a new elected person in office, that office needs to be audited within a year of them coming so that we know what the prior person did. I'm just saying. That's just me. And so we're going to find out. We're going to find out because now is the time to start digging. Now's the time to start to look at a person who fought hard to run for an office and then decides to give it up. Why? Who is it? Simon Sinek that 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 we we always talk about the the what and the when but we never quite ask why when we should ask why first. But we don't do that. We let them jazz it up with the oh, well it's this and it's that. And, okay, but why? Tell me why I want to do X. Here's why. Then you tell me what it is, where it is, how it is. Give me all that extra stuff later. But we don't do that. And so we quote unquote fall for the okie doke. And then later, And then later, we fall for words and platitudes, only to find out later that, pfft, yeah, we failed. But it's unfortunate. Anyway, you're listening to Truth in the Afternoon. I'm your host, Dr. Ken Harris. Top 5 at 5 is coming up at 5 o'clock. It's amazing how that works. Top 5 at 5 o'clock and all that. And then um, immediately following, we have the CEO of Milwaukee Academy of Science, Principal Anthony McHenry will be here and we'll talk about that and so much more. You're listening to Truth in the Afternoon. I'm your host, Dr. Ken Harris, eight three three two one two one zero one seven.